1: And then I want you to read this next phrase with me. I have an underline in my Bible here. Praise ye the Lord. What's the next one say? Ready, begin. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. God tells us, I want you to give thanks to me. The psalmist reminds me, but the tragedy in this text, it's very obvious as you see all the they's, what they did wrong. Uh, They decided that we're not going to give Thanks. We're going to gripe. We're going to complain. Look at verse number seven. Our fathers. And you know, it's amazing, fathers and mothers, how it begins in the home. I have, I've been here so many years, and I love it. I have watched children's countenance in elementary chapel or high school chapel change. I've watched it at times. I see a good family, and then I watch their countenance change. I say, what's going on? And it's not long before I recognize mother and dad's countenance changed. Our children mirror who we are. I don't normally, if we have kids in the school, have to figure out where the parents are. I watch the kids. I don't have all the smarts that you people have and all the uh, computers. I don't even know how to use one. And it's ignorant to say that. I don't know all these different things that you know. We have many people in this church that know one, two, three, four, five languages. I get by barely with English. But I've had to learn how to read people. Ronald Reagan, I read a book recently about his life and he said it was at Eureka College his freshman year in uh, Illinois and they called on him to be the speaker to represent the student body as there was a protest on campus and the faculty were protesting for higher wages. And he didn't know what to do and there was division between students and division between faculty and division between administration and the trustees and all this division. They went into a huge gymnasium and he was elected to speak. And he spoke that night. And he came home and said to his mother, whose name was Nell, he said, Mother, for the first time in my life, I experienced that you can read a crowd. I experienced it for the first time. I read the crowd. She said, mother, it was so amazing, so wonderful. I could read the crowd, I could sense the crowd. I knew what they were thinking, I knew the spirit. You young men that go out to preach, I believe that you should prepare every time a message that God gives you and he does give it to you. Probably during the service, you have to read the crowd. You have to read if this is the right song to sing or to play. And sometimes we change them around here or we change things around. You have to understand the crowd. And you heard it said tonight. You've got to read that crowd. And I can read young people's lives and consequently I know where their parents are. Here are the dads. Dads, you are so responsible. Thanksgiving ought to permeate in your home. It ought to be dad comes home, the happy guy is home. Hello, be mother's home. The sweet, happy spirit of home is there because mother's home. I read this past week the account of Susanna Wesley, 19 children, 19 children, and yet she spent time with all the kids and each one had one full hour individually a week per child with the mother, and if they needed more, she'd take it. She went to their bedsides and several were in a room, but she'd sit there until they'd go to sleep. She read them the Bible, she schooled them in the things of God. She dedicated her life to God with those children, all 19 of them. No wonder so many became preachers and presidents of Bible colleges. And universities. No wonder why so many of them became missionaries and served God with their life. Those kids mirrored their mother and their very devout father's life. Our children are a reflection of us. And the Bible says, because they were unthankful, our fathers understood not the wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercies. What what, what do you mean? What did God do for us? What did God do for us? Oh yeah, Egypt. We liked it there. God displaced us and we now don't have the leeks and the onions and the cucumbers. We don't have what we had on the other side. And we feel like God has done us wrong. I, I, I know and I've tried over the last year, I've hardly talked about my dad in comparison to other years. i tell you, that man would come home. He was a bull in a china closet. My dad was 90% deaf. He could hear with hearing aids. You took those things off. He could not hear. But consequently, he was just loud. It was the Treber way of life. He had nine brothers and sisters. They all were loud. They're just, I'll take the microphone off. I can preach without, I can preach without the microphone right now. And you can hear me. I, we, we are loud people. Praise God for that. Asked Mrs. Treber how good it is. Asked Sister Tabitha how great it is when dad would wake him up in the morning. Hey, get up! Come on. My dad would come home from work. He was such a happy guy. We never knew that he had a bad day. We never knew that mother would have to say, now don't talk to your dad now. Let him sit in the easy chair. Let, 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 him, let him just get rested. He's had a hard day. And I desired when I was a father of kids at home, I didn't want my kids to think dad's a grump today, dad's complaining today. I know my wife always was right with the kids. They're fathers. You know when Thanksgiving does not permeate, it generally starts with fathers and mothers. I wanna challenge every adult here today, father, mothers, grandparents, how about let's get the joy of the Lord in Thanksgiving. Notice what happened. Verse number 13, they soon forgot his works. They waited not for his counsel. We can't praise God. God really hasn't done that much for us. They forgot his works. God is, we said, God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. I was convicted not long ago in my prayer life, I heard a preacher say this, and I was convicted myself, so much of our prayers is directing God what to do. And I don't believe prayer, praise is prayer. I don't believe confession is prayer. Daniel said, I made my prayer and my confession. The word prayer is a teo, a Greek word, which means to beg, to crave, to ask. I think we ought to have thanksgiving in when we pray and when we meditate upon God. I think we ought to have confession, that's very important. But prayer is asking God. But prayer is not ever directing God. You read the prayers of the Bible, most of the prayers of the Bible are for other people, for the people of God, for the children, for the children of Israel, for the land of Israel, for the heathen, the lost. And if we're not careful, we just tell God what he's supposed to do. And when our little I, don't, I hope this doesn't sound disrespectful our little genie doesn't come through for us like we want, I think I may have to quit church. I tell, you, I prayed it just doesn't work. Because they forgot it's a good thing to give thanks, fathers and mothers. It's a good thing to give thanks and remember the works of God, what God has done. God has been so good to us. The teenagers sang this morning. And they did such a great job, count your many blessings. And that's why that prayer page, that, 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 that Thanksgiving list is in your bulletin last week and this. I hope that you will take time. I hope it's not a busy time right before Thanksgiving Day. I hope it's the quietness of tonight or tomorrow night, or sometime when you have a lone time where you can write down all the blessings of God. I suggest you get your Bible out. I suggest you get your prayer journal out. I suggest that you get your calendar out and look back on January of last year and what God has done in your life and in your marriage and in your home and in your family and in your health and in your wealth and all that God has done for you and the people you've led to Christ and what God has allowed you and your wife or your family to do, financially for the cause of Christ. They forgot his works. Brother Tim and I, we have this thing we haven't done in a few months. Quite often he'll send me, I told you before, he'll send me a picture from Arizona and said, look at this sunset tonight, Dad. Look what he painted tonight. Or I'll text him. I was looking at one at the airport this week that I texted him a few months back and I, I saved it on my phone And I wrote, look what he painted tonight. Do you stand in awe of the sunsets or the sunrises or the ocean? I have some trees in my house and they've turned in the backyard yellow and one is bright orange-red right now. It is just beautiful. Have you driven the streets and seen these beautiful things? Are we all obsessed with just the immediate Sports and personalities and TV and all that. They, they forgot his works. Verse 21, they forgot God. Their Savior. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus. My Jesus. I think of my blessed Redeemer. I think of him all the day long. I sing for I cannot be silent. His love is the theme. Of my song. Have you thought about him? H- have you thought about what he has done for you? When I, I can't believe in 1950, 1960, my parents let me go to elementary uh, junior camp. I went to Whispering Pines camp. I still have the notebook in my office. And we learned a little course that week at camp. After all he's done for me, after all he's done for me, how could I do less than give him my best and live for him completely? After all he's done for me. I beg you. I beg you to write down what he's done for you this year. I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm strange and different than other people. But I've had the joy of staying home for the last couple years more than traveling maybe once a month at the most. And I was at the airport in Denver. I flew there that morning, flew back that night. And I had my phone out. I just kept looking at those pictures. I know she's not going to like this, my wife. And I just rejoiced that she would stay with me. I know You know, preachers are a different sort. I must, I'm certain I've been hard and difficult. I've never tried to be hard and difficult, but we're just strange lot. Brother Bertram, your wife is shaking her head right now. (laughs) Mrs. Cooper would like to shake her head, but she's not been given permission, but you can go ahead and do that. And then I began to look at our kids, Tiffany and her husband, Ryan, and their children. And then I began to look at Tim and Rebecca and their kids and Tabitha and Chris and their kids. And God wants me to have the same spirit toward thinking about Him. I try. I'm not good at it like I should be. Philippians 3, 10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship. That means keep it fresh. Remember the fellowship of his sufferings. I try to remember those wounds. I try to remember the crown of thorns. I I try to remember that rivet side. I try to remember the mocking of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was wounded for my transgressions. And it's bruised from high iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. I'm so thankful that he loves us. And tonight, verse 24, they despise his pleasant land. They didn't even like the land and they believed not his word. And they murmured in their tents, And I've skipped over so many of these, but I want to end tonight. Verse 37, they sacrificed their sons and daughters unto devils. They got so low that they were willing even to throw their kids away. How's that start? How how does that happen? Verse 1. How does that happen? Verse 1. Verse 1. Scott, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you. Just... I'm sorry, Brandon's dad is here tonight. But verse one, they forgot to thank God. This is not a day of entitlement. This is a day to develop a relationship with God that, that, that I met God in the morning. When the day was at its best, his presence came like sunrise, like a glory in my breast. And all day long his presence lingered and all day long he stayed with me. We sailed in perfect calmness or a very troubled sea. Other ships were torn and battered and other ships were sore distressed. The winds that seemed to drive them brought to me a peace and rest. And then I thought of other mornings with a keen remorse of mind, when I too had loosed the moorings with the secret left behind. I think I've learned the secret. Learned by many a troubled way. You must meet him in the morning to walk with them through the day. I wanna walk with the king. I wanna know the king. I wanna praise the king. I wanna to testify to the king. I wanna lift his name. I want people to know I know the king of kings. God is such a good God. Stop the complaining, stop the murmuring, stop the building the calves as they did in this text. And God's word said, this all angered him. But it began by stopping thanksgiving.